Lou, thanks so much for joining us today. Can you just give us a little bit of background info about yourself, your career, and what really sparked your your interest in investing? Um, hi, Greg. Um, I studied pharmacy at uni, and um, and then I practiced as a pharmacist for twenty years, and then I. Uh, had a couple of years off because um, I was recovering. I was I was sick and um, had to um, have a bit of time recovering. And during that time, I did some volunteering for a not-for-profit that sponsored Indigenous children's education. So I did a bit of work volunteering with them. And then when I needed to go back to work, I uh, I, I was offered a job by them up there volunteering. And so I did that for a number of years and then I moved into their business development, doing their fundraising, organising their fundraising dinners nationally. Um, It was amazing. It was very different from pharmacy, but um, it was a wonderful experience to feel that I was doing something that was doing my small part for something much bigger. So I worked for them um, for about 10 years and finished... um, middle of this year and um, end of last year set up a company that imports um, olive oil from the Peloponnese in Greece and um, so I'm starting to give that a little bit more time now Um, and yes looking for another job but not really sure what I want to do. I've done a yoga instructors course but I'm not sure if I want to do that. I'm just looking out and seeing what's happening. So then my interest in investing was back when I was at university. I was about 17 years old and my grandfather gave his eight grandchildren a portfolio of shares, and um, which was pretty wonderful for us. He was a, a self-made man who uh, owned a um, oil and shipping company in Newcastle and then moved he moved into stockbroking and so he gave us all a portfolio but the stipulation was he gave he did a spreadsheet for all of us and he wrote all the shares down and all the um dates of all the Saturdays for the next six or 12 months or whatever and we had to sit down every Saturday and um, look up in the newspaper the price of the shares and so we had to write them down and keep a track and he would ask us you know how how we thought we were going so <laughs> so would he would he test all of all eight of you on a saturday morning as to to see who was winning we would make sure that we were actually doing it whenever we visited because we lived in Toowoomba and he lived in Newcastle whenever we visited him or he came to visit us we had to show him our sheets <laughs> we filled them in so that was amazing, and majority of those um, of the shares were in a company called Industrial Equity that he was on the board of, which was um, uh, at the time run by a guy called Ron Briley, who um, was a bit of a well-known corporate raider at the time. And the reason Grandad, who was incredibly conservative, was on his board was that um, Industrial Equity took over New Redhead which um, Dad, Grandad was on the board of New Redhead and he was the only person on the board that, um, that Ron Briley invited onto the, new, onto the Industrial Equity Board. 
So, yeah, so that's where my interest in, in shares began. And how did that little share portfolio that your grandfather passed on to you all those years ago change your life? Has it had quite a large impact? It certainly did. It, um, it really was enough money uh, at the time for us to, most of us, to buy our first home. Well, certainly um, contribute significantly to buying our first home, which was a pretty amazing gift from your grandfather. Now, you're married to a stockbroker. Do you ever have any disagreements on which investments are best um, in, in, or that kind of thing? When, well, we're no longer married. When we were married, I left it all to him. Um, but um, since we're no longer married, it's, I'm really learning so much myself and I wished that I'd learnt more in that time because... Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure I would be far more knowledgeable than I am now. So it's been a bit of a steep learning curve for me, but because it's always been a bit of an interest, I really enjoy it. Now, you have three young children. What influence do they have on your buying decisions when it comes to purchasing certain investments? Uh, they're not so young now. They're um, 27, 25 and 23 uh, but my youngest son is is quite interested in in shares and investing. Uh, he's got a, a few sh uh, couple of shares himself. He's also um, gives me a fair bit of advice about what shares I should buy um, in companies that he thinks in the future are going to do very well. So one of those was um, is tel uh, Tesla. And the other, um, Amazon, which I have shares in both of those. And uh, Amazon, I haven't had for very long, but Tesla certainly I've had for a while and, and they've done very well. So I'm pretty happy with him about that. <laughs> but um, he also, he's set up a, a company that uh, processes hemp seeds. They grow the hemp in Tasmania and, and then they process the seeds and they're just starting to retail them now that they can. Um, so he's very interested in in anything to do with hemp and especially medicinal marijuana. And because of my pharmacy background, I'm quite interested in that as well. So I've got a, a shares in a couple of um, medicinal marijuana companies and I'm just watching them. I think it's a really interesting area. In your opinion, do you think that they'll begin to take off? And I know when I've been to America a few times all those shops seem to be all the rage there and, of course, all those companies in the States where it is, of course, legal. Do you think that Australia will also go down that path in the future? For medicinal marijuana or...? Correct. Yeah, correct. I think we have to. You know, I think that there's just been so much research done, um, a lot of it, I think, in Israel, into the health benefits, not only of um, for for pain and um, and epilepsy, but just the CBD oil, which is uh, one of the cannabinoids that are in the um, in the plant. Uh, um, it just for your overall well-being. You know, you can have it every day. It doesn't have the THC in it, which is the bit that makes you high. Um, and so it, it, it is really, really good for your overall well-being. So, yeah, I think there's so much research. It has to happen here eventually, but it's just a matter of when. 
Now, you mentioned earlier that you founded and now run a business that does involve olives. Are you able to give me more of a thorough run-through of how that came about and how the business all works? Well, it was a little bit by default because I certainly wasn't intending setting up a business, but um, I have a friend in the Peloponnese and I have been he's been sending me his olive oil from there for a few years. And so I've been giving it to my friends and family and everyone just loves it. So I kept it, you know, getting more and more and I thought, this is crazy. He hasn't got enough to supply, you know, everyone. So um, we, I looked into, he helped me and we looked into a company um, where I could import it from his area, which is Laconia in the Peloponnese and found a, a, um, a company, a factory that, has a co-op of growers and yeah so I direct I import it directly from the factory and you know it's a big thrill because this year the olive oil that I bought was um won gold medals in New York and London in the international olive oil competitions well congratulations and, yeah and one of the the really amazing things about it is that um it's very high in phenolic compounds, which is not the case in a lot of extra virgin olive oils. It's just certain olives that produce it and, and the way that they, um, when they harvest it and how well they treat the olives, it all comes into it. Um, so one of the awards, the award in London was actually for the health content, which is the high phenolic content, which is just starting to be a new thing that's coming out Um yeah, what, what what does that what's a what does the phenolic content in the oil do? What benefits does it have to one's health? Well, it's anti-inflammatory and antioxidant, but um, there's a whole lot of research um, recently um, into the health benefits for lots of um, health you know conditions to prevent things like um, diabetes, cancer, but it's. It's shown. It's been shown to significantly improve your cardiac function. Just 20 mils a day within two weeks, and um, a whole lot of research recently into um, in the fact that it protects your brain against um, Alzheimer's and dementia. So, and it also dissolves the plaques that form in the brain um, during dementia. So. Yeah, it's all new research, but it's very, it's, I mean, it's not a, it's, it's a medicine, but it's not a medicine, it's a food. It's, it's nice that you can have something that's, that tastes beautiful and put it on your food and know that it's actually having lots of added, added benefits as well. So what lessons have you learned so far about running a business yourself? Oh, that I don't know very much. <laughs> um, my daughter's a, uh, a graphic designer and graphic artist so she's she did without her I couldn't have done my website um all my marketing materials I could have done it but it would have been a lot harder and just to finish off over all these years what's a key piece of advice you'd pass on to say new new investors now that you believe will help them quite significantly on their journey and you know something that you wish you'd known when you began in the investment game? I think probably to put your trust in other pe in people that know a lot, a lot more than you know. So um, most of my shares are in um, Blue Sky Alternative Investments, which 
is an alternative asset company that my brother um, was one of the founders of. And so, you know, I totally trust him. And so that was an easy uh, purchase because um, I knew that I could trust him and, and they've done incredibly well, you know, incredibly well. But uh, all of my other purchases are because I've read from people like Alan, Alan Kohler. I've been I've been following him for a long time, and um, and I really trust his advice. Um, also, Roger Montgomery. I've read his book. Um, so yeah, I just I guess I I try to read as much from the people that I think do know a lot more than I do about investing. And some sometimes, um, you know, then read about it a little bit myself. But yeah, they I usually take a view on a lot on what someone else is, who knows more than me tells me. Well, Lou, thanks so so much for joining us today on the Curious Investor. I'm sure you've made everyone else curious now about that olive oil. So congratulations <laughs> on that, and thanks once again for speaking with me today. <laughs>